Hi, this is ESPN's Dave Lamont, and you're listening to the Sports Objective Podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Pirates. Welcome into the Sports Objective. We really appreciate everyone tuning in whenever and however you're watching and listening, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, or pretty much anywhere you find podcasts, you can find us. Uh, we continue to take a look at Crew 2020, excuse me, Crew 2022, uh, the East Carolina uh, signing class. And right now, very excited to be joined by a guy who's a preferred walk on in this year's class, but, you know, make no mistake about it. And this guy's a tremendous. Uh, football player, a defensive end out of Roxborough, North Carolina, Person High School. And right now, welcome into the show, Preston Carr. Preston, we appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, you know, I know you're right there uh, in Greenville. You just arrived within the last few days. And so you're still getting acclimated to everything, uh, getting to know your uh, teammates and the coaching staff uh, and uh, have really enjoyed it thus far but um, just take us back to your high school career and you know your love of the game of football and uh, playing there for the person rockets yes sir um uh freshman year uh freshman year i uh, i was playing inside linebacker i was my first position and uh fell in love with it i love you know moving around and, uh, and flying around the field um and going into my sophomore season, I got a, I got offered a spot on the varsity, and I took that opportunity. And uh, again, I was playing linebacker, and uh, at Person High School, we ran a we ran a three four. We had a walk up outside linebacker position, and uh, very first game, the first quarter, one of our outside linebackers got hurt, and I was the next man up, and uh, played outside linebacker for my sophomore season and I had a buddy Joshua Harris he is a uh, NC State defensive tackle he uh he helped me out a lot because he would draw a lot of double teams and I had to come across the edge quick and fast and I could get that quarterback and uh so sophomore season I had a I had a feel of what it was to be an outside linebacker slash defensive end and uh going into my junior season I uh, I played a four down front. We played a four down front at Person High School, and uh, I was the edge rusher. And for Person High School, I led my final season with total with team total tackles with ninety six total tackles. I had uh, over twelve sacks. I had three interceptions, and I believe it was five forced fumbles. Um, no, it was. It was okay. You know, uh, I, I thought I could do a lot better. I know I could. So I set the standard high for myself. Um, and from my junior junior film, I was uh, blessed, very thankful to receive 18 Division One offers to play college football. And uh, around that time, that's when COVID 
hit and uh, kind of messed up the class of 21, 22, and also the class of 20. And, uh, you know, put us in a little setback and uh, delayed our delayed our senior year until that next February. And uh, going into my senior senior year, again, I was playing on the edge, but we, we roughly had about five, six games and uh, didn't really pick up any more offers after that. I was dead set on Navy, committed to Navy and uh, the Naval Academy and on July 1st, 2020. So that was going into my senior season. And, uh, you know, I thought Naval Academy, it, again, it's a great opportunity, but I wasn't two feet in like we were talking about earlier. Uh, I was more of one, don't really know, but I know if I go, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm set. Uh, but again, I, I wasn't really sure about that. And uh, going into college, I had to go to the uh, Naval Academy Preparatory School. And uh, while I was there, I really didn't 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 like it. Didn't feel home for me. <laughs> like like I said earlier, um, I noticed I didn't belong up there when I had to put sugar in my sweet tea. That's when uh, that's when I really realized I didn't belong up there. And then uh, I wanted to come back home and play ball back down in North Carolina. And I would deny my appointment to the academy posted my decommitment and ECU was the first one to contact me and they told me they said look we don't have a scholarship available but we have a roster spot with your name on it and you know I, I said thank you coach I'm gonna look for uh look for all the other opportunities financially you know I, I, I'm gonna try to go to school for free on a on a full ride if I can uh and I picked up I picked up around eight more offers after that. And uh, Virginia Tech hit me up and they offered me another preferred walk on and fell in love with Virginia Tech. Uh, there was some odds and ends I didn't really agree on. And going into uh, coming to ECU on my little visit, uh, it was just I was blown away. Uh, it was it was really interesting on how coach Tesh and coach D uh, run their defense, especially their D line, you know, blue collared, hardworking, straight to the point. We don't care. You're a freshman or a five year senior. We're going to play the best man on the field. And uh, knowing that I know I can come here and, and out outwork anybody to a potential where I think I can achieve greatly. You know, uh, I know I have that mentality of, of working hard, and, and uh, I know I can earn that scholarship. No doubt. And uh, you know, that's one of the things, uh, not to go too far down a rabbit hole, so to speak, but, uh, you know, what you were mentioning about the scholarship crunch and, you know, just the way um, you have the transfer portal, you have the COVID situation with guys getting an extra year of eligibility and then um, – I mean, you know, that was awesome from the NCAA to allow that. But at oh, the yeah. same time, they didn't, uh, in my opinion, and, uh, and a lot of coaches that I've heard speak on it necessarily have the, the best plan in place to, you know, get back to that 85 scholarship limit 
uh, on a more gradual basis. Uh, so they had to make tough decisions and had to, uh, you know, kind of redirect some of their uh, players elsewhere um, and help them find new homes and um, put coaches in a awkward position to, to say the least. But uh, <clears throat> like you're saying, um, in tremendous opportunity that you're blessed with now and going back to your recruitment, um, was it coach doused or, or, or I know obviously he's going to be your position coach, but, uh, who handled your recruitment? Coach Douse, uh, he, he, he did, he was a part of my recruitment, but coach Tesh, the defensive tackles coach here, he was the, uh, he, he, he was the man, you know, if, if every, if I needed to call him, had questions or anything, he was the one who held me out the most. And he was on the phone with me almost every night trying to get me to come to school. And, you know, I, I fell in love with it. You know, I, I felt I felt wanted here. And uh, and I know I can make a tremendous impact coming off the edge, especially playing Navy this upcoming season. <laughs> now, I know um, you talk about your visit to East Carolina. Um, off the air, we were talking, you know, prior to your visit, you had not been to campus, correct, or even you know just to to Greenville? Correct, yes, sir. So, so talk about that. I mean, I mean, you weren't um, that far away. You know, you're between two and three hours from campus, probably something like that. Um, um, there in Roxborough, up north of the Triangle. So, if you would just talk about your impression of East Carolina football from afar, and you know, and I know you said you're obviously blown away with the the facilities and just East Carolina and um, the Greenville community and it being the, the epitome of a college town. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. Yeah. So when, uh, everybody, everybody, know, if you're in North Carolina, you know what Greenville is. Hey, don't get me wrong. Greenville, Greenville is a great place to be. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a small town. Uh, it's, it's a football town, you know, it's Greenville. And I'm, I'm a small town, Southern blue collar, person you know and uh it, it was like high school a little bit almost when I, I come to visit you know I, I felt I felt home and coming here with coach Tesh um first thing I did was walk in the locker room I was looking around and I saw the number 44 and it was a, it was a pair of shoulder pads some pants helmet and some cleats and uh he told me he, he wanted to take some pictures with us, and I threw the gear on. And I tell you what, I, I don't think I've ever looked that good in purple and gold in my life. And I fell in love with it. And uh, you know, just the excitement from all the staff that was there with me on my visit, you know, really, really pumped me up. And uh, just knowing what ECU has to offer outside of football, you know, of all the like care they take for you all the people that have your back here you know with academics with financial aid all this other stuff you know it really really shows how ecu runs herself you know and it's a great program and uh meeting big john <laughs> meeting big john talking to him got me fired up because I, I i live in the weight room i love it and uh you know i, I could see myself I can see myself in that weight room looking at the field and I can see myself coming and playing real soon. 
certainly want to dive more into that as far as your physical development and Big John and the strength and conditioning program in a moment. But um, before we do that, you know, throughout the recruiting process, you know, one of the big things here recently, uh, the Pirates Unite uh, Capital Campaign that you see there on the bottom of the screen, uh, that's something that was unveiled here within the last month or a month and a half. And um, one of the big things in that, the probably the biggest thing in that uh, as far as um, the athletics program as a whole, it's not just a football program because uh, a lot of the programs will use it at some point in time. But the indoor practice facility, uh, it's going to be you know, right around $20 million. And, um, and there you, know, you see it in the bottom right corner of our screen for our viewers. That's all. But uh, just talk about, uh, you know, that facility that's going to come into existence here within the next few years during your time in Greenville. And then you uh, also have everything that Coach Houston, uh, just an unbelievable vision and making things happen in terms of, uh, you know, the the different wraps and uh, paints and, you know, with the motivational sayings and the recognizing of the history of the East Carolina program within the, the Ward Sports Medicine Building. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know the uh, ward that that facility is is beautiful. You know from what what coach has done is just is just ridiculous from what he's done. You know I I know the program wasn't as hot when uh, when he first got in, but me and him talked yesterday on the practice field. You know he I, he's turning it around. You know he's he's making the ECU look great. And with the people he is recruiting and the people that is on this team really expressed that, you know, we all showed love with each other. And, uh, you know, yesterday we were in a team meeting and he called all, you know, the freshmen up and we had to introduce ourselves and we had to say our names, our position, uh, and one, one fun fact. And I stood up in front of the team. I said, my name's Preston Carr. Um, I'm a defensive end, and one fun fact, I'm a transfer from the Naval Academy. And the entire team was going crazy when I said that. I mean, jumping up and down because that win they had against Navy last season off that uh, 54-yard field goal, I believe, winning that, it. That's correct. I, I was there in attendance that game. That's <laughs> what, what we call Preston. We call that the Daffer Dagger. Uh, call, and uh, – yeah, Coach Houston's reaction to that was priceless. I'm sure you may have seen that, but uh, oh, yeah. but yeah, that that was a memorable day there at Navy Marine Corps Stadium. Oh, absolutely. I I was actually there as well. I was at that game, and uh, you know, just just seeing that, you know, I, I I I didn't know how to feel because Greenville is always a place I've wanted to go, and that's my hometown. Well, closely. And, you know, I, I wanted to root for him, but at the same time, I'm, I was also a Navy midshipman, you know. Right. And, uh, you know, just, just seeing all that and how Coach runs runs his program, I can really see it taking off right now. I, I can 100% see it, especially with the recruits, these freshmen we have coming in right now. We're, we've all bonded within the past 24 hours. Like, it, it's it's unbelievable. Since you were at the game that day, uh, you know, that's one of the things Pirate Nation travels. And uh, it's a shame that uh, we did not have a chance to see exactly how many thousands of Pirates showed up um, or were going to show up, I should say, for that uh, bowl game in the Military Bowl against Boston College. 
And uh, we'll not even go there as far as uh, the Eagle, <laughs> Eagles backing out. Um, that's something that Coach Houston had some funny comments about during the spring game or following the spring game this year when the team received their uh, their bowl rings. But yeah. uh, but you talk about Coach Houston and his and the program that he's implemented over uh, going into his fourth season now since he arrived in December of 2018. And, you know, Coach Houston – uh, you know, he's a very, uh, you know, to the point, you know, hard-nosed, kind of an old-style coach in, in many respects, I think. Uh, but at the same time, very much a player's coach, uh, from what I can tell from afar Absolutely. and through uh, talking to some of you guys. But you know, talk about uh, what Coach Houston said you would be um, getting yourself into um, when you made the decision to be a Pirate in terms of um, – just the expectations and the the culture that he and the staff have established, and and obviously, uh, um, the tremendous leadership Absolutely. within the players. Absolutely. When uh, me and Coach Houston talked, uh, I was really on the verge of, of going to Virginia Tech and, and coming to ECU. And, you know, I really didn't didn't know where I wanted to go. And uh, I talked with him, and he told me, he told me, he said, "I promise you." You're going to be glad you chose ECU when you come. And I have yet to see otherwise being here. You know, I'm ecstatic. You know, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's unbelievable how, how it is already. And it's my second day here. You know, I've, I've yet to see a coach actually, you know, tell me that. And not just a coach, a head coach, you know, telling me as a walk on, you know telling me you, you're going to love it when you get here. And that's that's exactly what happened. I fell in love with the team. I fell in love with the staff and, and everything. You know, the way he runs this program is, is honestly unbelievable. Going back to your physical development, I know you said um, very early on in the conversation, there early in your high school career, um, your uh, background playing linebacker. So just talk about uh, the way – You've grown over the last few years. I think uh, what you're six four two sixty somewhere in that neighborhood. Yes, sir. So, uh, just talk about uh, <laughs> talk about the way you've developed physically. And one of the things that really stood out to me on, on film is just your athleticism, the way you can get off blocks and defeat blocks on the perimeter and make tackles in space. And yes, uh, I think that uh, obviously you know, goes back to those days when you were probably a little bit lighter and, uh, and playing linebacker. Absolutely. So uh, my freshman year coming into high school, I was five foot nine, 170 pounds. And I thought, I was like, man, I have no shot of playing college football. And uh, my dad, uh, you know, I told my dad, my dad, Brandon Carr, I told him, I said, I, I want to play college football. And, uh, I listened to what he told me to do. I kept I kept eating and working out, and going into my sophomore season, I was six foot one, two hundred and ten pounds. Uh, you know, and and athletically, uh, I, I was actually pretty slow going as linebacker. I, I actually got quicker over the time of being a defensive end uh, with with footwork more. It's, it's really odd how all that happened as well. And going into my junior season, uh, I shot up 6'3", got roughly 245, 250. 
And uh, that's where I felt that that's where I'm going to get back to now because I, I know I can dominate that position. I can fly around the field more. And going to my senior season, I was six foot four, roughly 260, 265. And uh, this, just the way I carried myself, like weight wise, was it, it, it was it was pretty fun. You know, I, I loved it. Because you, you couldn't sit here and look at me saying, yeah, you're almost 300 pounds, but at the same time, you're just as fast as a linebacker. Uh, I went to uh, UNC, clocked in at UNC at a 474 for my 40. Uh, I did a 5105, clocked in at a 43. And, you know, they were, they were unbelievable how, how big I am and how fast I can move. And, again, playing linebacker absolutely 100% help, especially with making open field tackles. I learned how to break down and read the hips of the, whoever's running it. You know, whoever has that ball, I, I'm, not, I'm not watching the ball. I'm not watching their eyes. I'm focusing on their hips because wherever their hips are going, that's where, that's, that's where they're going. You know, they can sit there and try to juke you all they want. But if you watch, your, if you watch those hips, that's going to tell you where it's going. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, uh, like I said, that really stood out about me, about you, uh, went to me uh, when I was watching your film uh, a little earlier this morning is just uh, some of those plays that you're making on the perimeter. I'm very excited to, to see you work your way into the, the rotation on the defensive line, um, you know, be it this year and in, in, in the future. But, uh, you know, Talk about at East Carolina, you, you had the opportunity to really accomplish everything you want to as a football player. You know, you, you get to play an excellent schedule um, in a tremendous environment. You know, the likes of Cincinnati, uh, BYU, uh, NC yes, State, et cetera. And, uh, and, the, and those schedules will continue um, in the years to come throughout your career. And then in addition to that, you know, just um, – you, you look through East Carolina's history, you, you've, had, you've had guys like Linville Joseph. Um, yes, sir. Who's, I think, still playing, or at least did up in, until last year. And then um, C.J. Wilson, who's now the coach, uh, head football coach over at North Pitt High School right there outside of Greenville. Yes, sir. Um, you know, he played for years and years um, with the Green Bay Packers as well as the Raiders and some other organizations. Absolutely. So, um, you know, you, you know, if you continue to, uh, you know, you, if you do what you can do, then that type of opportunity may uh, present itself. And, you know, I, I'm not I'm not here to, you know, just to, to be like I said earlier, one foot in, you know, I'm, I'm full on two feet. You know, I'm I'm here to to not only prove to myself, but to prove to prove to the coaching staff and the players here that. And I, I've come a long way uh, from Navy. I had a lot of setbacks, had shoulder surgery, uh, and uh, couldn't really play going into uh, going into season. And you know, I've had a lot of setbacks. And one thing that I've really, really needed lately was to put on them helmets and shoulder pads again and get back on that field. And uh, that's going that's going to start that fire back up in me. And me going out there and proving proving to them, you know, I'm not just I'm not a scrub, you know. I, I know what I'm doing a little bit, but I know Coach Tesh and Coach Coach D can help me become better than what I am and what what I what I can be, you know. 
Absolutely. You talk about Coach Tesh and then uh, Coach Doust. Uh, tell us about Blake Carroll, uh, you know, tremendous defensive coordinator, uh, you know, oh, entering, yeah. entering um, this season. You know, he's, he's really uh, made a name for himself with the job that he and the staff have done uh, turning around this defense, uh, which re- had really struggled um, prior to his arrival. So, uh, you know, talk about uh, Coach Harrell and just his style of defense where pressure is coming from everywhere. Absolutely. And I, I'm not biased or anything, but it, it always wins up front. <laughs> it always wins up front. D-line, O-line, that, that's, that's the boys that's going to get it done. That determines a football game. And uh, the way Coach Tesh and, and Coach Carroll, like, the way they, they can connect, I know, I know now up front we're running a lot of stunts and we're, we're sending people where you wouldn't even believe we're coming, you know, and, and I, I could be dropping back in pass coverage in a flat. And at the same time, I could be coming from a, a five technique. I could come across and go to an A gap, you know, the, the way the blitzes and coverage is, I'm not going to say too much about it, but I, I've been seeing a little bit of film. I, I've listened in on the playbooks and, and the notes and, and, the, and the film sessions. I, I could just tell you, you're going to be amazed at this upcoming season of what what upfront can have in the box. It's, it's going to be it's going to be a fight. I can tell you that. As far as this upcoming season, you know, as we start to wrap this uh, conversation up, just talk about you know, what you're um, looking the most forward to um, um, in, as far as experiencing the game day um, environment there at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Yes, sir. You know, um, I'm not having uh, not having really high expectations that I am going to be a starter or, or even if I am going to see the field, but I'm here to learn my first year, you know. I got a lot of learning to do. I'm young. I've, I've seen college football. I, I know what it's like a little bit from my years at Pitt Navy. But I got a lot to learn in this upcoming year. You know, I need to, I really need to get on my grind mode, settle down, and and learn a lot and listen and watch. You know, because one of my biggest things is watching film, and uh, that's how I learned a lot from it. So I, I know I need to hit the books. I need to hit the film, and practice, 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 practice. Um, now kind of transitioning to some questions and more about you so Pirate Nation can get to know you. You know, um, you know, growing up, you know, you know, who were some of the, the favorite players that you had in the NFL or maybe just an excellent college football player? Growing up, oh, okay. Growing up, um, actually Sam Howell is probably, probably one of my, my top guys up at UNC. Um, growing up, actually, it was uh, Joshua Harris, again, up at uh, North Carolina State, NC State. You know, I like I said, I played with him my sophomore year. He was a senior. And uh, growing up with him, he taught me a lot. And, you know, I listened. I, I sat back and I learned and I watched. And, uh, yeah, like watching him and then, of course, I mean, you, we can't we can't go wrong with Ray Lewis, we can't or, or Cam Chancellor. We can't ever go wrong with them cats. Cause I tell you what, if they coming, if they're coming with that football, they they gonna hit somebody. They don't care who it is, they gonna hit, and that's how I love it. You know, I, 
<laughs> if you got the football, I'm coming at you pissed off. <laughs> and and Ray Lewis and Cam Chancellor growing up, that's what they did every play. Absolutely. Uh, you know, those Raven defenses uh, were, were unbelievable. Um, you know, with, with Ray Lewis, the, the intensity he brought. And, uh, you know, he, he was a show before the game and he was a show during the game. Absolutely. It was amazing. <laughs> Uh, you know, outside of Ray Lewis, uh, and obviously you mentioned Cam Chancellor, are there any other edge guys that are uh, currently playing um, that that you really uh, you know enjoy watching them play and maybe padding your game after? Um, the person I'm I'm actually enjoying, his name is uh, his name's Christian Johnson. He uh, I believe he's at Michigan right now. He's a sophomore, and the way. I, I really look up to this cat because the way he he's six foot seven, he's two hundred and eighty pounds. But the way he can move and bend is unbelievable. I mean he he's like a he's like a noodle, almost a spaghetti noodle. You can bend him anyway, and the way he can come across that edge is ridiculous. Yeah, um, obviously, I'm sure the coaching staff during the recruitment process may have made you aware, uh, if you didn't already realize it, that the next year's season opener is at Michigan. So, uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, Preston and the Pirates can, uh, you know, have a few things to uh, to say there that day in the, the big house and make uh, the Michigan Wolverines a little more aware of what the East Carolina football program is all about. Absolutely. But um, final question for you: You talk about getting your feet wet there in Greenville, and you're getting to uh, know the community and so forth. Um, talk about uh, eating and putting on those pounds. Obviously, you want to eat healthy, and I know they'll have the training table for you uh, where where they make sure that's happening. But uh, you know, have you had the chance to uh, indulge in some Eastern North Carolina barbecue? <laughs> I, I have, I have, and. Uh... One of the places that I have recently went was Sup Dogs, and that place is unbelievable. <laughs> like that, it's a great environment. I, I know Shaxton come up there a couple times and DJed. Yeah, do doggy jams. <laughs> you know, I, I I love that place. You know, and it, it's you can't go wrong with Bojangles either. I'm telling you, I I, I miss Bojangles so much from being up north. And I'm still craving it right now. Yeah, <laughs> but but I know you know with this with the season coming up, I need to I need to drop back a few a little bit, uh, and, and hit the weight room, you know. And I and with <laughs> you know Big John, he's gonna get me right. No doubt about that. You you have no choice. But uh, yes, certainly very recognizable the the impact that. Uh, Big John Williams and that strength staff have made. And uh, I know here recently some of those guys that you'll be doing battle with in practice on, on the offensive line, uh, Coach Houston um, tweeted a picture of the offensive line without their shirts on. And, and uh, man, <laughs> just to see the way the that unit has developed and oh, um, compared, um, they were um, – these are Coach Houston's words, not mine, you know, back in, in 2018 and during that 2019 season. Uh, he, he said, when I took over, we were small and, and slow and weak, and um, that's not the case anymore. <laughs> Absolutely, and I, I agree with him 100%. Well, Preston, certainly appreciate your time. Uh, 
this afternoon and uh, really enjoyed the conversation. Congratulations on your opportunity uh, with East Carolina football, and uh, we'll certainly be following you uh, here uh, moving into the 2022 season. Absolutely. Thank you again so much. I really appreciate this. Absolutely. Um, Pirate Nation, that is Preston Carr, on defensive end, uh, entering the Pirate program uh, this summer as a preferred walk-on, uh, but make, make no mistake about it. You know, he's a tremendously talented um, prospect and very excited to see you know, what the future holds for him in the purple and gold. But uh, remember to follow us on social media, on Twitter and TikTok at the Sports OBJ on Instagram at the Sports Objective. Like and follow us on Facebook, and of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we really appreciate you tuning in, and as always, go Pirates! Yeah.